Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. This is the State of California, and Doug Sovereign is away today. Governor Gavin Newsom's voice is ringing louder on the national stage as he ramps up his criticisms of Republican states. The governor was in D.C. on Wednesday to receive an Education Innovation Award, using his acceptance speech as a platform to blast the education policy of red states. It all comes after his Fourth of July TV ad that ran in Florida. The governor says he's tired of California being a punching bag for the right wing, telling the L.A. Times before his trip that he can't take it. And to discuss further, we're joined on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by KCBS political analyst Larry Gersten. Thanks so much for being with us this afternoon. Hi, Margie. So we've got uh, Newsom giving a, a left jab about abortion, a right jab about education, an uppercut about gun control. Um, what is he talking about? What To what end is he talking about all this? Well, that's a great question, and I, and I think it isn't a question of one end, but may, maybe two or three different ends. I think uh, on the surface, uh, Newsom is living up to, to his promise to, to make the Democrats uh, more proactive about who they are, what they are, what they want, and how, in his mind, uh, California is leading the nation in those issues, uh, a woman's right to choose, uh, immigration, gun control. And there's, and there's some reason to, to, to uh, grant him that. Uh, we certainly are known as, known as the number one uncontrolled state. Uh, we've been very prominent about uh, uh, becoming a haven for, for immigrants, sanctuary state. And and in the choice, uh, California has been out there for, for a number of years, decades, really. So so given that, um, and, uh, and, and and I think on that on that level, uh, he's 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 true to to what he's saying. Now now of course the, the second level you might say uh, gets to well what does he really want? <laughs> right right and and that's where uh, people speculate. Aha! Uh-huh. He's looking at the presidency in 2024. Well, he certainly will be looking as any prominent Democratic politician, as all of whom are denying it. Uh, but but there are a couple of obstacles here uh, for Newsom. One whether Biden runs. Okay, well, he decides not to run. Then there's the second one. Her name is Kamala Harris. And uh, Newsom has long said that if Harris runs for president, he's not going to step on any of that. Um, so the only, re- only way that Newsom becomes prominent in, in the nomination game for 2024 uh, is if Biden doesn't run, speculation. Secondly, Harris falters, speculation that she even runs, much less falters. And then thirdly, uh-huh. 
here I am. So, so yeah, there are lots of hoops uh, to mix metaphors here, and uh, and uh, that that's the second level. And the third level is probably probably the most realistic of all, and that is Newsom trying to establish himself as a leading Democrat for perhaps the presidential election of 2028. That makes the most sense of all. Okay, so maybe take, taking a longer view then. I'm, I'm curious about Harrison, you brought up the faltering. Like, what would that look like? What, how, how much faltering would have to happen? How low would the poll numbers have to be for Harris, for Gavin Newsom to jump in? I'm not so sure it's only polls. How does she do in the first three, four, maybe even five primaries? Um, and, and doing doesn't mean necessarily come in number one. Uh, does she does she get a sizable chunk of the delegates? Uh, maybe she's number two a couple of times. These things all have different formulas. But the point is, she has to maintain herself out of the jump. And remember, she has an advantage being VP. She has to maintain herself as a viable candidate. And and there's no reason, by the way, to think she wouldn't. But 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 on on the on the slight possibility that she doesn't there's Newsom available so that's 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 what Harris has to do and again this is all assuming that Biden doesn't run and we know a recent New York Times poll has about 60 plus percent of Democrats say we don't want him to run how temporary that is remains to be seen it may well fade as inflation goes down and if the economy stays strong why have the, some of the Democrats soured on Biden why have they yeah well, I, 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 a number of reasons. You know, the, the, this COVID thing uh, is much more than people getting sick. Uh, it's much more than people dying. Uh, it, it's interrupted the entire global supply chain. And, uh, and that's had a big impact on the American economy. Some impact on inflation, some impact on goods coming in, and prices of cars going up because can't get the parts. Uh, a number of issues, chips, you name it. And I think people don't understand the extent to which that has absolutely uh, uh, put a crimp, a major crimp in the American economy. Add to that uh, a war that some people are getting tired of already because Americans don't have an appetite uh, for staying in these kinds of things for very long. They get very sour over that. Add to that, of course, the inflation that we know about. Um, and add to that the, the, the factor that nobody likes to talk about, and that's Biden's age. Of course, the interesting thing about that is Roll back the clock 18 months or whatever it was. And at that point, Biden's age wasn't so much an issue because, aha, uh-huh, he's the calm senior citizen in, in the room. Well, guess what? That's no longer considered very important to a lot of people. I have to ask you uh, about about Newsom and many politicians. How often have we heard of politicians? Oh, no, no, I'm not running. And then you see them run. Why do they have to say no? Why? (laughs) Well, in in Newsom's case, Ed, and by the way, uh, that also goes for DeSantis and any other governor right right now. They want to get through the governor's uh, race first. I suspect that once DeSantis wins and he expected to win big in November, you'll hear within a month that he's running for the presidency, uh, regardless of Trump, by the way. Uh, In Newsom's case, uh, it, it has to be much more delicate because if he wins, that everybody expects he will, at least most people do, uh, he's still got the Biden factor. And then he's got the Harris factor. So he has to walk a very fine line. Be out there, show, show his stuff, but not necessarily go over the, over the top. Thank you so much. Thanks to our guest, Larry Gersten, KCBS political analyst and San Jose State political science professor emeritus. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.